everyone. Welcome into another edition of the WTOC Sports End Zone Podcast. Jake Wallace here alongside Lindsey Goff as we are getting ready for another week of high school football here in Southeast Georgia. Lindsey, I've got to say, it's a great day. I've had U.S. Open Major Championship Golf on since about 7 a.m. this morning. Uh, it, it's a pretty good day to be a sports fan. And tomorrow night, we've got high school football all across Southeast Georgia. And I'm excited about it. Yeah, no matter what sport you like, they're playing right now. We've got hockey, we've got baseball, we've got, of course, football, we've got a start date for college basketball, so definitely an exciting time of the year, and as you mentioned, we've got some high school football in the Coastal Empire coming up on Friday night. Yeah, and our last week, really, without a, a full slate of games, of course, here in Georgia, we're, we're all going most of us are going, of course, Chatham County will get started in October, but next week we see the return of high school, public high school football in South Carolina. So we'll have even more of a schedule of games starting next week. But this week is a pretty interesting slate. We've got a really solid game of the week that I'm excited about. This one's been circled on the calendar in Wayne County and Richmond Hill. We'll touch on that game a little more in just a second. But Lindsay, just kind of want to ask how you're feeling now that we're two weeks into the football season, at least high school. Of course, college football kicked off for the most part last weekend, and then the NFL kicked off on Sunday. How are you feeling going into this kind of second full weekend of, of football? Well, we've mentioned that things are kind of different, people wearing masks, there's less fans in a lot of places, things like that, but it's starting to feel more normal even though it's different than a typical football season. And I think the teams are starting to settle in as well with this, I hate to use the term, quote, new normal. But I think everybody's starting to kind of get in a groove a little bit, us included. Um, yeah, I mean, we're just, everybody's kind of adapting, and this is a week-by-week -week thing, as we mentioned plenty of times. And I think everybody's starting to get in the swing of things, finally. Yeah, and a lot of the coaches I've talked to have kind of said the same thing. They feel like, now it's a little bit back to normal. It's still very much day-to-day, week-to-week in terms of games and the season and making sure everyone is healthy and everyone is safe. Um, but I think we're starting to see teams kind of get in the groove of things on the field. I think a lot of those first-game jitters for most teams are out the window. Uh, you're, you're starting to see kind of who teams are early on in the season, and I think coaches are starting to feel better and know a little bit more about who they are. Two teams that we, we kind of know who they are playing in our game of the week tomorrow night at Wildcat Stadium in Richmond Hill. That would be Wayne County and the Richmond Hill Wildcats. Both teams entering this game one and one, but still, Lindsay, two teams that I think have high expectations this season. Two teams that I think we both expect to make a run at region championships and make a run possibly deep in the playoffs, that being the Yellow Jackets and the Wildcats. Yeah, uh, we've talked a lot about these two teams, I feel like, heading into this season, and they're both coming off of losses last week. They both won their opening games. Uh, last week, Wayne County was shut out by Pierce County. Uh, Richmond Hill lost by a touchdown to Ware County last week. So these two certainly wanting to get back in the win column. Um, and you mentioned it'll be, it'll be a battle between the two of them. Yeah, and, and let's say – Pierce County and Weir County kind of in the same boat as Wayne County and Richmond Hill, teams that are expected to make deep runs into the playoffs. So certainly no shame in losing those two teams 
on the road. And I think there's a lot of star power in this game, a lot of really talented players that are probably going to play at the next level uh, in terms of college football that'll be on this field Friday night in Richmond Hill. But I think the most interesting battle is going to be that Wayne County offensive lineman, offensive line, which has gotten tons of accolades, some really high-level recruits for the Yellow Jacket front line on offense against this Richmond Hill defensive line that is super experienced and has a lot of talent. I think that's going to be the battle that is fun to watch and is really going to decide this game. I spoke earlier today with Richmond Hill head coach Matt Lazat, and he kind of touched on that as well, but made some interesting points just about this season and his team and where the Wildcats are. Obviously, they made some history last season, winning a region title for the first time since 1996, making their first state semifinal appearance. And a lot of folks are expecting them to kind of show an encore. Here's Richmond Hill head coach Matt Lazat on his team and this week specifically against Wayne County. Well, Coach Matt Lazat of the Richmond Hill Wildcats joining me on the WTOC Sports Podcast. Got a big game on Friday, our game of the week, hosting Wayne County. Coach, I want to ask, you guys have not, you know, tiptoed into your 2020 season. Games at Camden, at Ware County to open the year. What do you know about your team two weeks in? I know, I know we're, uh, we're full of guys that, that, that love to play football. It, looking for an opportunity. Um, you know, what's crazy is, is it, I, I feel like my, my response is redundant because it, it just it hasn't changed. You know, our guys, they just like playing football, like going, getting out there. And, um, you know, you can only practice for so long before, you know, you just feel like your, your wheels are spinning. And, uh, you know, finally we were able to get out there and play. Um, they were excited to do it. They looked at both the games as opportunities to go play. Um, uh, I don't know necessarily prove themselves, but but to to a certain extent, yeah, prove themselves that hey, we we do have a pretty good football program. Um, these guys are proud of the job that they've done. I'm proud of the job that they've done, um, putting us on the map and um, allowing us to have some successes over here at Richmond Hill. They, the the community sure did deserve it. You know, it's it's a uh, it was crazy looking back at the history and and like never winning. You know, and and and, and to see it now and to see our our student body. Uh, it's, it's really fun to be around. Yeah, and you mentioned kind of what you've done the first two weeks, and obviously here we go, a matchup with Wayne County, two teams. You guys have won at least 22 games over the last three seasons. This has to be an exciting matchup for, for you and for these guys. This is one of those games that, that you get up for no matter what, right? Well, I tell you, this is, this is one of the ones that Ken and I talked about last year, and we're like, hey, you know, we had, last year with the hurricane what was an issue, and we weren't able to play. And a uh, year before that, it was an exciting game. Um, it was it was it was a game of situation, unlike I've ever played in my entire life. Um, made me better as a coach, and I think we we're both really excited to get another game on, on schedule. And um, and we we know that that we're going against a well prepared team, a team that, that that has a lot of blue chip prospects on their team. Um, and it's just going to be another challenge for us, another another step in the road into the direction that we want to do, and that's play play as deep as we possibly can in the postseason if, if we're lucky enough to make it. What challenge do they provide, especially offensively? You mentioned all those blue trip prospects. They've got probably one of the biggest offensive lines around. What do they present to your defense as a challenge? Well, I tell you, their size 
their overall size, strength, and speed. And those are three things that you're looking for out of a football player. I mean, they, they, they hit boom, boom, boom. They, they, hit, they have all three. Um, and then they have a, a ton of talent to go along with those three things. So when you take, when you take the, the natural ability, combine it with those three things, uh, it, it makes a very good football player. Um, physical prowess determines your success in this sport. Um, especially when you have a little little game about you, and that's what they have. And, and looking forward to to matching our defense up against a group like that uh, to force them to respond. You know, I want to see our guys. I want to see how they respond. I don't want to say anything to them on Friday night. I want to say, go get them, figure it out, go respond, go play hard, and see where the chips fall. And, and I think I think we're we're in a situation that that's going to be exciting for them to be able to do that. Talk about a game in the trenches, your defensive line against this Wayne County offensive line. If you like smash mouth football, that's going to be one thing to watch. Matt Lazat, Richmond Hills head coach on the, on the podcast with us. What have games been like this year? 2020 is different than any football season we've ever had. Are coaching games any different? Does it feel any different than years past? If, if, if I tell you a story, you got to promise not to tell anybody. Okay. Is that a deal? Deal? Yeah. We're, I mean, we're recording a podcast, but sure, yeah. <laughs> I, I know, I know, I know. But, you know, we, we were all rusty. We were all rusty. I called a timeout against Camden County at the end of the first quarter with a minute left, thinking that it was the end of the second quarter. You know, I was just, you know, it was, it was one of those things where I was like, man, we're going to get the ball back and go go score. And, like, Coach, you got into the quarter. And I'm like, goodness gracious. So, you know, it what happened was is starting off the season, I think everybody's a little more rusty than they typically are with the spring football, with the OTAs that you're allowed and the 707s and whatnot, the team organizational things um, that you're allowed to do during, during the summer. Um, what probably hurt us the most is, and helped us the most too, so I, I hate to even say it in the same breath, but having smaller groups this summer um, allowed us to get in a lot better shape uh, but it really hurt us as far as team cohesion, the expectation of what's going on out on the field um, and, and, and flowing on and off and, and rotating offense, defense, special teams. We do a good job of flowing with that during practice. We practice transitions a lot in, in practice to make sure that it's smooth. Everybody knows where they're going. Um, and, uh, and you're not really able to do that when you have everyone split up. Um, and I'm, I'm sure other people were in the same boat with us, but. Uh, but we used it as a as a blessing, and, and we're we're in we're in pretty good shape, physical shape, uh, game shape, um, and and where we've struggled, we've gotten better over the last few weeks, and uh, you know we're just taking this one step at a time. We have a bye week after after Wayne County, and so so we're looking to uh, we're looking to play, looking to see see uh, see what's happening, go back to the drawing board, assess our our players and, and our talent, and see where the pieces of the puzzle can fit to for this home stretch of of games. It's interesting because these non-region games are essentially preseason, uh, you know, a preseason game that, yeah, that we yeah. really didn't have. But that said, they count in the, in the, on the record. They don't count so much in the standings, but you want to win. What yeah. will a win over Wayne County in your home opener mean to this program moving forward? It, it would be a, a, another great win for our program. You know, um, we, we had uh, – uh, season last year full of memories, just full of full of excitement, full of things that these guys are going to remember forever. Um, you know, wins and losses, uh, the trials, the the adjustments, the adversity, um, and we're we're just looking for the same same deal. Like we want to line up. 2020 um, is a, is about playing the game that we love so much that we're able to commit so much of ourselves to. Um, that that's what 2020 is about. Um, 
wins and losses will come as the preparation and, and the execution, uh, how, how that exists. Um, you know, I think a lot of that um, is predetermined prior to, to the opening kickoff, but uh, anyway, and we put a premium on that. But, uh, you know, I think our guys, uh, you know, how can they respond and how can they grow and develop when they leave here and we finish this thing in November, December, whenever that is, um, we finish this thing um, and they and these seniors walk away. What lessons, what, what did they learn through the process? What, how did they grow? Um, did they let something else out of their control dictate their response, dictate their execution, dictate their ability to perform under pressure? Um, and, 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 you know, if, if they can, if they can say no, if they can say, no, I've, I've given everything that I can, I've controlled everything that I can control. Um, and either it was enough or it wasn't enough. Uh, that, that's satisfaction. That's satisfaction in life. That's success in life. And, and hopefully they'll carry that on to the different phases of their life. Matt was on Richmond Hills head coach joining us on the podcast. Coach, thanks for the time taking on Wayne County in our game of the week, Friday night. We'll be there. We'll see you Friday night, coach. Good luck with everything. Ready to go. Build the hill. Thanks to Matt Lazat, the head football coach at Richmond Hill, for his time. Richmond Hill hosting Wayne County Friday night at Wildcat Stadium. It's our WTOC end zone game of the week. You'll see it tomorrow night on the end zone during the news at 11. A couple of other Get games. on social media. Don't forget, we do an Instagram takeover for game of the week. So Absolutely. Sure you guys follow along. Lindsey Goff on the gram and WTOC 11 on the gram as well, and you'll get the scenes from Wildcat Stadium and the Hill for what should be a really fun, interesting atmosphere between two really good football teams. A couple other games that we're going to be watching for on Friday night. I've got this one on, on the mark, and I don't know, you know how many people are going to be paying attention to this game around the state, but I find it really interesting. It's Vidalia at ECI. It'll be the Indians' season debut and the debut under new head coach Jason Cameron. And, Lindsay, the thing to watch in this one, how will Vidalia handle, how will they look in this new offensive scheme under Cameron? The Indians were an option run team, ball control. We're going to milk the clock and try to beat you that way. That's not how Jason Cameron's teams looked at Jenkins. That's not how they're going to look now. I'm interested to see how the talent at Vidalia, which there is a lot of, looks kind of in their first real test in this new scheme. Yeah, I know. Jenkins was a lot of fun to watch last season. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see what the Indians look like with this new scheme. Kind of a 180. They're going to throw the ball. They're going to run the ball. It's going to be kind of hurry up and go. There's not going to be a lot of seven, eight-minute drives out of Vidalia anymore. But they're taking on a team that will try to do that to you, and that's ECI. And I saw them, uh, the Bulldogs, their first game of the year against Savannah Christian, and they opened the season with a nine-and-a-half-minute drive against the Raiders. And that's what ECI does. They want to control the ball. They want to physically pound the rock. And what that can do to a team like Vidalia that's going to run this, this new scheme is it can really take you out of a rhythm. And I think in this first game, this first venture – under Jason Cameron, rhythm's going to be key to kind of letting Vidalia get feeling good under this new scheme. ECI is going to try to take him out of it, and I'm interested to see how these two style this these two different styles clash in Twin City. Of course, this was a game that was 24-20 win, 21 win for Vidalia last year. Comeback by the Indians. Uh, we'll see if ECI can get some revenge this Friday night 
in Twin City. Another game to pay attention to is going to be happening in Pooler. Valwood at Savannah Christian, the Raiders seeking their first 3-0 start since 2014. We spoke with Baker Woodward on the podcast earlier this week, and he talked about how proud he is of how his team has played and, and how they've looked so far. I think, Lindsay, the most interesting thing that the Raiders have done is just how balanced they've been on offense. Yeah, and they, they look really good this season. They're looking for a 3-0 start, their first since 2014, obviously undefeated right now. So uh, the Raiders certainly wanting to come out and make a statement on Friday night. Yeah, averaging just about 180 yards a game on the ground and through the air through the first two weeks of the season, uh, that's, that's about as balanced as you can get. Um, and the Raiders have done it both ways, and Spencer Robichaux has been great at quarterback, thrown for four touchdowns, no interceptions, done a little bit on the ground as well. They're playing a GISA school in Valwood that I think a lot of people would probably look and say, well, Savannah Christian should roll. That should be no problem. But we've seen GISA schools contend. I mean, Bullock Academy blew the doors off Savannah Country Day a couple weeks ago, and this is a Valwood team that's got tradition and history and has some talent. They've reached the Class AAA state finals uh, five times since 2012 in the GISA. They're not going to come to Pooler and be intimidated. They're going to come to Pooler and expect to, to play and, and possibly win. So I, I expect a pretty good showing out of Valwood. I think Savannah Christian, you know, better not take the valiance lightly or we might end up with a game in Pooler more than folks might think. Yeah, I think it'll be a fun one to catch on Friday night in Pooler Stadium for sure. Yeah, so a few other games of note to be watching for. Benedictine making the trip down I-95. They're going to take on the Brunswick Pirates. The Cadets looking to go 3-0. and They've been explosive all year, taking on a Brunswick team and Sean Pender that has some talent but also a little young. We'll see how uh, the Cadets and the Pirates do. And then another game, Appling County at South Effingham. We saw the Mustangs last week, a young team under head coach Nathan Clark got beat by Metter 26-3. They're going to look for a bounce back. And then Appling County making their 2020 season debut. This team, I think, surprised some folks under Rick Tomberlin last year. How do they build on it? And how do they look in their first game of 2020? That's one to watch. Uh, as well. We'll have the highlights from that one coming up on the end zone as well this Friday night. So, Lindsay, it's going to be a fun show. I think there's there's no doubt about that. We'll be coming to you live from Wildcat Stadium in Richmond Hill, site of our game of the week. And this is just going to be a fun Friday. It feels like a, a real Friday night with a lot of games and a lot of things to really watch after the first two weeks of the season cooled off a little too so it actually feels like fall football this is our last week without SCHSL games so a lot of focus on Georgia this week and we've got a good slate ahead of us so I'm excited yeah and just got the text from WTOC's first alert weather uh Jamie Ertle says she look it, it looks good weather wise for us Friday night so that's Excellent. always that's always good news to go with it so the weather's looking good. We're looking good as we get ready for the third end zone of the year. It's going to be a lot of fun, folks. Our game of the week, Wayne County at Richmond Hill. We'll have highlights and scores from all around the area coming up for you tomorrow night on the end zone during the news at 11. For Lindsay, I'm Jake. Thanks for listening, everyone. We'll see you on Friday.